0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast, That it's cut for, cut, well, FA cut day. We are up for the cut today as Brentford played Leicester. Leicester came down to Griffin Park for the first time in 25 or so years, and it was a very tight game. They scored very early on within the first five minutes. Brentford put out a second string side, a couple of first-team players in there as well, but they played very well, and I'd say they were very unlucky not to get anything out of this game as Leicester went out one nil winners with that very early goal. The Bees fans are clapping off the team here as well as today. As well. Um, you know, the TV cameras, as we know, is on BBC. So we've been splastered all over the TV today. And maybe people have been wondering where the, the BMW was the Binrama, the Watkins and the Boomer. And the Boomer came on for the last 10 minutes but it wasn't enough for him to change this game. Personally I was very proud of how the team did today. You know, I was hoping that we might have got a little replay, gone up to Leicester on a Tuesday night, but it wasn't today.
3: Yeah.
2: At the end of the day, a bit disappointing, but listen, if these guys are going to be on our bench and coming off for us to uh, do the business, we know that we've got some good players out there, haven't we? Absolutely. That, that 90 minutes will do them the world of
4: good. I thought some of them, Zamburik was amazing. He, he was brilliant today, but they work their socks off, but they can play as well. They were calm under pressure. We had a ropey first ten minutes, but they're very young players and they bounced back. Leicester has some more experienced players than us. We'd be proud with today, and if we're honest, probably not getting a replay helps us in some ways.
2: You Reds, you Reds. Listen, tell you something. This was like we've we've had some FA Cup games down here, and they've not been that good. But I thought this was really exciting. You know, we had some there were some chances their goalkeeper pulled off a couple of saves we could have we could have got something out of this game it wasn't a limp game at all it was, a, it was a good FA
5: Cup match, wasn't it? Most definitely, yeah it was not our main team but the guys really kind of played to the best I think Sam Burek was amazing he was all over the place and he was clearly the man of the match for me and then as soon as we have Mbembo and, and Rico coming in you could see as well the energy coming in but well done to them they had never played together that much so they did very well Listen, listen, listen,
2: we uh, Listen, a lot of proudness going on, a lot of pride, a lot of uh, clapping. A lot of fans are very happy, you know. A little bit guy, because listen, I know a lot of us, we've been chatting about this, and we would have loved to have got something out of this FA Cup match. We think that we're good enough, and it's almost like what could have been, because, you know, if we weren't in the position we are with the team that we got, uh, I think that (laughs) we. I think Leicester would have been very worried if we'd had our. uh, a team out there today, and this has not taken anything away from what's out there at all today.
6: Yeah, I thought the players on the pitch were excellent. You can't fault a single one of them for effort. If that's our B team playing, we should all be very proud and you know we've got a good performance and probably deserve something out of it. Yeah, you know, the question still for me as an old timer remains, should we have played that team in the first place and have we missed an opportunity? But it's done, we didn't let ourselves down. Um, it's more experience for those kids that are coming into the first team and Holding their own when they get into the first team, and that's the real positive for all of that. So bring on Tuesday.
2: Bring it on Tuesday, which is Nottingham Forest. I mean, Forest are coming down here on Tuesday, but we'll come back to that maybe a little bit later, or maybe we'll just talk about that on the radio show on Monday. Pride of West London or on Love Sport Radio, eight till nine o'clock. We'll be checking that one out, talking about this game and uh, talking about other things as well. I'm talking about uh, Nottingham Forest coming down on Tuesday, but back to this game here today. Uh, I thought, listen, I was—I mean, I was up about four o'clock this morning. I was, uh, as you know, I was up for the cup we was in the pub at 9 nine thirty this morning you know my daughter she was cutting out you know she's got her trophy her little uh, cardboard FA cup she's making foil cups in the pub at 10 o'clock this morning we were definitely
6: up for the cup and I'd say that our team today was also up for the cup I thought for me once we once we decided to put the B team out it wasn't a matter of uh, getting through this round and winning it was more a matter of what performance we could put on in front of the cameras and I thought we put on a very good performance. I mean, apart from the first ten minutes, it took a while for us to get into the, into the, into the uh, swing of things. But uh, yeah, no, there were some great performances. Zamborek was superb. Thompson, who have always been a little bit uh, unsure of, put in a good performance today. Uh, we, we, there was good performances all round. Uh, Yearwood, I think, uh, has also started to prove himself a little bit. So I, I was just really pleased we put on a good performance. We didn't embarrass ourselves in any way, shape, or form. And by the end of it. Leicester were wasting time because they knew we were dangerous yeah, and also I was just going to ask a question did you think it's almost like
2: we well, sort of stepped it up a little bit it's almost like a tactical Thomas Frank okay I know we had a couple of injuries but we played our a team which was the initial team then eventually we kind of brought on De Silva who is you know and this is not knocking you know but he's a, a little step up you know on, on, on uh, I think you know on, on Mococcio and I love Mococcio as well and then all of a sudden we got, you know, uh, Thompson came off and then we had Henry come on. And it's just a little stop up from, from experience on him as well. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, and then Valencia came off and Bumo came on. So it was almost like we stepped it up to And I thought that's when it kind of got exciting because we thought that we could have turned the notch on them. And when Ratchich got that shot on the edge and the goalkeeper put it over, I mean, I thought there was there. And then Bumo
6: put the ball in the back of the net and was given offside. Yeah, it was very exciting. It was just a really good game. But those those uh, changes did make a difference. And when you're only 1-0 down... Then that those changes make sense. That you know you're only one nil down. You know you're not out of the game. You know maybe just one one bit of luck, one bit of skill from one of your top players can just change the whole game. And it was a really exciting game. And you know I'm looking forward to actually watching it back on the BBC. I've recorded it. But uh, yeah, it was a good game. And it was just really nice to see our fringe players really because they're all they're all capable of stepping into a, a, a first team. You know one at a time. But our fringe players are actually playing really well. Dervisoglu did some really nice stuff. Uh, you know, he's quite a strong lad, you know, holds the ball up really well. Really pleased with him. Uh, you know, we, we know Mark Hondes is a good player. He played really well again today. It's really looking good, you know, and that's what this, this game was about. It was getting the B-teamers out there playing good football against a good side. And, you know, we were great.
2: A lot of pride from the Beast fans as we're kind of walking out here. And I know a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't be pride when you lost. But the fact is, that wasn't the point today. Is like, you know, we were... Like I said to you, I, I saw this as, as, as Brentford old school. Brentford sort of, you know, Division Three side, you know, who we're probably, you know, this team was probably a, a good, you know, top of the championship, top of the first division, you know, maybe kind of middling championship side, playing against a half-decent uh, Premier League side. And uh, back in the days when we used to play that, we were just here just hoping we could win. And this is one of those games that we could have we at any time got something out of it. And if they didn't get that early goal, this could've game could have gone either way.
1: Yeah, it could. I was very proud of the Brentford, what was basically the B team for most of the game today, um, playing the Brentford style of football that we've come to know through this season and in recent, in recent uh, uh, seasons at Griffin Park. Um, sad to go out on a loss, the final FA Cup game at Griffin Park, and it's sad to go out on a loss, but, you know... I think the future is bright. It really is because we put in a good shift. There was some really good performances. Yearwood, Sam Burek was magnificent today, absolutely magnificent. And I think you know, to all those Brentford fans who say, and to others who say it's disappointing that Brentford didn't put out a stronger team. Look at what happens on Tuesday night, but also look at what the future is. If some of these BT players we saw tonight could easily slot into our A team, should there be should there be issues, should there be injury problems? I was really encouraged by the way that the ethos of the club was on display on BBC Television today. I'm so proud of our club. Sorry about bad. Sorry that we'd lost, but I reckon that Leicester are probably likely to win win the cup, or at least be very near the very near the final. I'm not disappointed. Loot up, you bees,
2: and come on Tuesday night, you bees. So, cup game's over. We're all back here. The crowds, are, you know, the crowds are steaming out of Griffin Park. The last FA Cup match at Griffin Park, and uh, to be fair, it was a, it was a good game for us to be sent off on. It's just a shame that we didn't didn't win, really. But
7: it was a good game, wasn't it? I have to say, I have to agree with you. Yeah, after the first couple of minutes, I think after the first couple of minutes, they looked like lightning. I was scared for us. Um, we seem to get a grip with that and um, yeah I'm quite happy with uh, the way it's gone thank you very much indeed would have been nice if that goal had stood but I could see out the corner of my eye it was uh, offside yeah I think we, the, the lads equipped themselves well there and um, there could have been worse ways to send Griffin Park off uh, his last FA Cup game, should I say. Um,
2: I mean, listen, I mean, there's a lot of people I have seen them you know, on social media, a lot of journalists. I mean, Nick Godwin from BBC Sports moaning that, you know, that we've put out sort of kind of changed nine players and saying, you know, if anyone disrespects the FA Cup is when a mid-table championship side, you know, puts out, changes nine players. But, um, you know you
7: understand and I understand and uh, while we've done this and uh, do you think it was the right thing to do? I absolutely do. I don't know who Nick Godwin is but uh, unless he's a Brentford fan we've got other fish to fry I'm afraid Nick so uh, no um, if it is your business then fine if not mind your own business. We we did all right, thank you very much indeed and uh, I'm quite happy with that. No regrets from me. And the question I've got to say to you as well I mean the fact is that for us okay it's an
2: FA Cup game but also it was a really tough game that our players had to uh, compete against and uh, I think there's a little bit of fear that we there's not enough um, strength in depth at Brentford but today seeing how they play today you, you know would you would you be kind of
7: quite comfortable with our bench with uh quite a few of those players on the bench uh, absolutely you you put it in better words than i could have done yeah that's yeah honestly it's, it's much stronger than i thought there wasn't the cohesion and the instinctiveness of the first scene, but of course there wouldn't be no I, i'm quite happy with that i think the i think those lads really equipped themselves well and they should all hold their heads up high listen got
2: have got the leicester in the house here as well today and i said listen congratulations i know you come down to me it's probably the Probably the first time you've ever been at Griffin
5: Park, isn't yeah, it? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Add it, first of all, how did you enjoy your Griffin Park experience? Yeah, very good. It's, it's nice ground. I know you're moving. The reason we came down is to see oh. off, because obviously you're moving ground. So yeah, we thought we'll go see it. Yeah, and nice mean, ground. That nice ground. Us a good game. Yeah, good, good yeah, game. Good game. Good game. Yeah. Good game, good game. yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, it was like a, you know, Leicester
2: changed quite a few players. We changed a number of players because we got that a many, big. You know? We got. We changed nine players from today. We yeah. so we got a big game on uh, on Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday night yeah. as well. Against yeah. yeah. Nottingham Forest yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. And you got a big game against Villa yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. But were you uh, were you surprised by the um by the Brentford and, and the game that they gave you today? Yeah,
5: yeah. Brentford are really good. Yeah, very. As soon as we. As soon as we got Brentford away we thought it'd be a tough game. We thought it'd be no pushover, I thought so we've got to do it, we've got to give a strong line up out, which we've got have got early goal, but second half Brentford had a better chance well, had got some good chances, yeah, yeah. didn't they? they hit mean, the post. So Yeah. I mean
3: now in the premiership you're not asking for like uh, just your one team. Less you're producing another squad, you got they've got to have two squads basically so they yeah. can uh, uh, recycle the players and 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 look who's look in these cup matches. Play them players, which I think Ian Atchou's come out in all cup matches. his yeah. scored goals galore, Ian Atchou. So, you know, it, it, it's good. And maybe two three seasons will still be up there in that. F- well, six top players. Yeah, yeah, you doing well. And uh, yeah. I hope Brentford, you I mean, know, getting
5: I mean at the end of the day, Leicester uh third in the league. I know everyone looks at Leicester, not top six, you look at Arsenal everyone, but at the end of the day, we're better than Arsenal yeah, we seasons, And Brentford came they had a good chance yeah, in there, like yeah, it's not yeah. it's not the old days anymore, where yeah. there's usual top yeah. six. So yeah, Brentford put gave us a good chance they only one there, everyone thought everyone everyone knew, every Leicester fan I knew would be a tough game. So, we looked at Bramford League third, when we got, when you drew us, we were all third. We all knew it would be a tough game. And I'm going to ask you, and you wouldn't know this as well, but, you know,
2: what would it, what would it be like if we'd actually put our first team, if you've got our, you know, if you put our the, the Watkins out and yeah. the Benrahma, we've got the Bumo come on, if you had the Pontus Janssen all at the side... Do you think they're giving you a proper tough game?
5: Well, well yeah, to it would have a tough game, players, but you've got, got to remember, players. we've got Vardy to come into Vardy is... Uh, how many do you goals Vardy got? got? How many goals Vardy got? Top goal scorer Premier League. So, it would be a tough we game, but... We had enough
3: but... on the bench to put up yeah. to your yeah. first... If you bought your first team, we had enough on the bench to swap players and give you a game yeah. as that, so... You never wanted to put your first team out because the Premiership, carrot, which is dangling with you
2: in the position yeah. you are, in the championship is much more important than FA Cup run if you get I'd promoted to the premiership that. right it's I agree it's a hundred million pound bonus for you your club will do that new season in the champ in the premiership whether you stay one season or whatever else that makes Two your club that, make, that, as make, as well. that makes your club for life right. that's why you're never going to play I a strong side great. that's why we never played a, a full side today that's why you never played a full side today get into that premiership whether via the playoffs or whatever else, is your carrot, is your goal.
5: That's all Brentford want to do. You're there, and you have got to make the most of it. And if you don't, you're stuffed. Let's say this last thing as well. When you get into Premier League, what you don't want to do? Spend loads of money. You want to keep your core, of your squad. Keep it. Yeah, Sheffield yeah, United right, right. on it. it when really Villa tried to yeah. spend loads of money, where are they? So keep that core of your squad, squad, and you'll be. We did we I, think
2: our, I think our owner's yeah. pretty, pretty smart actually and We know yeah, how yeah. to spend our money So yeah. we yeah. don't like throwing money away as well But again we're touching wood Because we're not anywhere yeah. near there I is own, it yeah, You I know like what I'm saying So Cougars Bramford's Cross it's
5: has got day for us Bramford's got day It's very cool Have you enjoyed your away day today? Mate? Yeah. yeah we're at the
2: pub Because you don't sell beer in the ground but we, we we took over because the Griffin because, because you don't sell
4: beer in the ground.
2: Okay, well you know it's one of them things, man, but yeah, still yeah. did you enjoy your away day I'm asking. Yeah, it's the first time I've ever been to Brentford. Hopefully we'll play at the new stadium next season when you get promoted. Fingers yeah. crossed, we'll see you there, man. Good luck to you safe journey for you.
8: Safe journey, Thank you. man. Thank you. Bye
2: guys. So listen, yeah, listen, the Bees fans back in the house, we just talked to the Leicester fans here and they're going back on their coach back to Hinckley or wherever No, or, eaten or where, I went to None eaten, actually, we were in a nice little micro bar there on the way to Derby one time. It was very good. So uh, maybe we might to those Leicester fans there next time we go there but we've got the bees in the house here and interesting because we were talking about the, the fact that you know maybe Leicester t- treated this
8: game maybe slightly more seriously than the, the bees maybe may, may serious like you say is maybe not the right way of looking at it but they certainly played a lot of first team players uh, maybe we weren't expecting them from Brendan Rodgers to, to play all of those players we certainly made a lot Look, of changes like players like who? like Perez you know, Soyunsu, Albrighton, a lot of players that um, we thought probably be rested, given they've got... They're one game away from a, from a Wembley final, aren't they, next yeah. week? So you'd think that maybe they would have treated that game with a bit, bit more priority. And, and, and I mean, and, and but the fact is that, you know, we still,
2: you know, went toe-to-toe with them. I mean, any other day, that, that, that post... that you know, The shot that hit the post could have gone in the back of the net and then we'd have had a replay and we'd have been up at, you know i say Filbert
8: Street, but we're up at Leicester. Absolutely, you know, liquor, paint and, um, and, and, and maybe with the other side of the post. And, you know, we put the ball in the back of the net as well. There's no shame. I don't, I, I don't have any shame in losing 1-0 to, to a team riding very high in the Premier League. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I think on the balance of things, it was good to see players getting a chance to, to pit their wits against a Premiership team like Leicester. And, and I mean, and from Brentford, I mean, which players you know impressed you today I like Roselev. I think he's really starting to starting to mature as a player we've seen him what three or four times now this, this season um, Dervis Ogli I think uh, you know given that he didn't really get that much service I thought he did really well with what he was given um, I think you know Racic and Jean Vier played really well at the back Jean Vier we know what he's capable of but you know he ain't played much recently so it's good to see him play and uh, Daniel's in goal as well. I think, he's, uh, I think he's a really good number two. And lots of people are raving about Zambarek. Jay Z.
2: Yeah.
8: Love him. Yeah. Number one, Jay Z. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, so, I mean, we've got to put this behind us a little bit and just look forward. We've got Forrest on Tuesday night. The thing that, you're, that you made a little point there saying that the problem is that we normally rest the players for the big game, league game following, and then we, we fluff it.
8: Is that right? We fluff our lines historically we're used to seeing you know the game where we really need the three points from of the players we don't get the result do we let's hope let's hope that we get the three points against forest on tuesday night and results keep going our way you bees you bees bees in
2: the house here and uh listen positivity is what i say after that game listen i know we didn't win but still we got to keep positive
9: um, personally I'm so proud I'm so so proud of our team uh, there's a lot of teams out there that would really kind of kick off go for a real hard scrap in the middle of the field turn it really physical we, we took them on with our side today football for football pass for pass and whilst we didn't have this the kind of result we expected actually we've done fucking fantastically well pardon my English uh, we've done fantastically well against a side that is right at the top of the uh, right at the top of the premiership so well done bees and Really and truthfully, it's all about Forest. I'm so excited. It's all about Forest. I cannot wait for Tuesday.
2: It's interesting because a lot of people have talked about Forest and it's almost like, you know, some people might say we're just using the excuse because we lost this game to focus it on that game. But I'm, talking, I'm going to take a flip side thing about this. So do you think that playing this game today, seeing those players who are, a lot of them are sort of fringe players who might be on the bench or, mm-hmm. you know, playing that game, does that actually give a different um, perspective on Forest
9: and Leeds and all these other games about mm. Brentford as a squad so what you what you've raised is a fantastic point and ultimately we've always got to as the club we are blood people from the B team into the A team and if this is not a fantastic opportunity to put new and upcoming youth that has come through on the on, on the Brentford system to be able to really kind of showcase what they do and look let's let's be honest about it we we're a small club and we punch way above our weight way, way, way above our weight. And if that means we have to focus our resources towards what's our number one target... And let's not have no no base about this. The number one target here is that we have a trip to Wembley. Whether we make it or not it isn't the point. But we want to go to Wembley, man. And we've worked so fucking hard the last few seasons. I'm I'm just so proud that we've even got to this place. Wait a second, you want to go to Wembley? Oh, I- what if we bypass Wembley and go straight <laughs> straight for the <laughs> next runnings? Billy, you know me, man. I'm a pessimist, man. Like <laughs> I just want to go to Wembley, man. I, like I love that Gujarati food. It's banging, man. Seriously, people come to Wembley and they don't realize this. It's a hub of like Asian culture and Wembley's a fantastic place man all, all I can say is please let let the Lord look after us all and, and get us to that spot.
2: Leicester fans in the house here as well. And like I said to you congratulations uh, you've come down at Griffin Park last time at Griffin Park so you've you've seen you've seen it off the last ever FA, FA Cup tie at this ground. That's right you know you've seen it off and you you christened it and you have scored the goal very early on but you must have been uh, you must have had your bum cheeks clenched during that match, didn't you
4: uh, I, I wouldn't
2: put it that strongly but um, it was a tight game and I think Brentford played well bearing in mind they didn't have a full team out either I mean I mean, Leicester you, you came down and obviously we've both changed our sides to a certain extent obviously because you've got other priorities as well and uh, Brentford changed their side as well but did you expect the game to be this tight?
4: I think I did um, I think Brentford probably changed their team to a greater extent than Leicester but you know we started
2: well got the early goal and then held on i mean first i mean first half was uh, quite a few opportunities you know brentford was sort of kind of coming at you that first half and we thought that you know, even though it must have not the clear-cut chances but we thought that we actually gave yourself a good game but it was the second half where <laughs> there was a few chances there for the bees we hit the post we scored a goal and your goalkeeper pulled off an absolutely fantastic save and you you must have been a little bit nervous at that point that it would be going back to uh, to Leicester for the replay well it was a fantastic save but it was also a great attempt by
4: the Brentford player with the overhead kick that's what it looked like from where I was so I was impressed with Brentford and, and and just watching the people in the pub it looks
2: like everybody's happy with Brentford's performance today and I think and the, and the argument, and, and probably people, like I said, to you people might be confused about that because they think, "Why are you going to be happy about a loss?" But again, I think the, the thing with us is that the league is so important to us, and we're, we're in we're in a very very good position, the best position we've ever been. You know, when we got to the playoffs six, six seasons ago, we did very well, but we were punching above our weight. But now we actually deserve to be where we are, and we are a little bit nervous about our strength in depth. And I think today that shows you that our strength in depth is there with the players who were probably a lot of them are going to be on the bench. If they stepped off, they'll be able to do a job. No, you've got a lot of good players. And
4: if that's the second team, I was very impressed. And I, just, and I think all Leicester fans will certainly hope
2: that you can turn Forrest over in midweek. <laughs> tell you something, that's a, one, that's a big one for us. So tell you something, i have got to ask you experience, because obviously you've not been down to Griffin Park. Well, Leicester haven't been there for over 20-odd 20 years, 25 years or so. How did you enjoy your, uh, your,
4: your experience today? No, it's a great experience. Old-fashioned ground, and it's nice to walk amongst along the terraced streets to get to the stadium. I'm not sure what it's going to be like with the new ground, but it's pretty close. It's in a, it's in a good location, so I think you're going to do well, and I wish you very well. And I noticed you are in the boozer here before the game, after the game. <laughs> How's the bread for pubs? No, the, the pubs are great, and the atmosphere is great. And I was listening to a, something on Radio Leicester earlier this week. They had a reporter from round here talking to the local reporters from Leicester and they were saying all the pubs are welcoming away fans all the time so and, and it's lived up to it so we're very happy
2: excellent all right, well next
4: time hopefully we might see you
2: next season keep us our fingers crossed oh, let, let's hope so yeah
8: <laughs>
2: Listen, everyone seems quite chilled about this game now you know we, we've lost the cup game we're out of the cup but people don't
0: seem to be grizzling too much no I mean to be honest we've all said that actually is one of the points we made is that this is one of the few times our member getting knocked out of the cup and everyone's chilled I don't think we were chilled after Swansea. We weren't chilled even after Chelsea, you know, away at Chelsea because it was just shit and we lost 4-0. But everybody is chilled today because, you know, I think we all had our, our expectations have been tempered by us knowing what team we were going to put out. And also, when you see the Leicester lineup, I'm not saying for a minute that that was their first team, but there are, there are players out there that we know, we know who they are and we, we know their history and stuff like that, and they're a good, solid side. And, you know, the, our lads did well today and there were some good performances today. Quite a few of them grew a bit today. Zambrick I thought, was sensational today. Um, you know, so what, what, what's there to argue about? We could have had a goal in the second half. It would have been one-all, and I'd have been happy with that. And, you know, but it didn't quite come off. What, what, I mean, what, what was the big, biggest pluses that you took out of today's game? I think just to give players, you know, fringe players like Zambrick more time. We saw today that he can do a job for us in the middle of the park. I think we've been a bit wary of playing him in the middle of the park. Um, during you know first team games we put him out wide and I think that's maybe not to sort of put him right into the nitty-gritty of the game but I think today he showed he's going to be able to do a job there and I think that's where his future's going to be um, so uh, yeah that was a strength there Ruslev continues to you know relatively impress um, Rakic had a you know another good game I'm not saying none of them made mistakes but but they improved Yearwood I think is starting to come on um, you know, and Devasoglu, it's only his second game for the club and he looks like he can play a centre forward. So I'll ask you again, because this to me is the biggest thing for us.
2: Moving forward, yeah, we've got Forest, we've got Leisure, we all these players. It's the strength and depth, which we were a bit worried about beforehand, but today, to me, it showed me that we've got a bit more strength and depth there. Now, which players would you say automatically will go onto
0: our bench which will really strengthen us well I think I mean Zambrick is the one for me I think you know I, when you see Mococcio gets injured you know you've lost another one of your central midfielders and that's where Zambrick can fit in so for sure that and I think that Devasoglu albeit he lacks a little bit of pace but he's going to be able to play through the middle and that gives us the option of playing Watkins out wide if we have any issues with Bremo or Benrahma and that for me they're the plus things so we're talking about the pride of West London, but this is the... Well, there's a bit of pride in Brentford today, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, there was. Uh, I, 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 you know, it's only personal opinions, really. I'm not speaking on behalf of everyone, but personally, I, I, was, I thought the, the kids did excellently. Um, I was a bit worried before the game to think that it could go horribly wrong and going go down so early on. You know, you thought, oh, blimey, what, what's going to happen here? But they dug in and they went up through the gears and we, we stood a chance... Um, at several stages of equalising or, or doing something with that, um, there's a bit of it's a few comments I'm looking at. I'm just sitting in the corner looking at Twitter. There's a few people that are saying that we've been shortchanged. Um, that the Brentford A team would have beaten them today, but I mean, you know, if it's they they rested players too, you know, it's something we'll never know. But if we win against Forest on Tuesday and uh, whatever, this game will be forgotten. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple of journalists that seem to be wading in with... Uh, they're, they're not happy with the fact that we, we rested players today, but so did Nick, they. Like Nick Godwin from a well, BBC London, we talked about him, yeah. yeah. A, it's, a bit, it's a bit odd, actually. I, I, you know, you're saying that the things, things that are going to kill the FA Cup is not Man City playing their B team or early kickoffs. It's mid-table championship teams resting their players. And I'm like, well, if it's OK for Man City and it's OK for... Man United or Liverpool to rest players or Leicester City well, why is it not okay for us you know you've got to do what's right for your team and if the powers that be thought that was what's right for our season then you know I, I ain't going to argue with that I, mean, I think I think we all in you know, an ideal world would have loved Brentford's strongest team out there but you know there's so much at stake and uh, if we lose the next three games, and maybe we can look back in hindsight and go, yeah, we missed a chance there. But I, I, I'm, I'm coming away from that game and sitting here afterwards, surrounded by people that seem to be really proud of their football club today. We, they didn't humiliate themselves. Um, Griffin Park looked incredible. Um, the atmosphere, I thought, was incredible. And I think uh, the TV people, I, I'll watch that back over the weekend. They will be saying great things about our B team and our club, and uh, I thought I thought the B team played the Brentford way. And although that there wasn't the you know the the Watkins and Waymo and Ben Rama, they weren't out there. Uh, Z- Zambreck and Yearwood and and. And um, so, uh, so they 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 took their chances, and I thought they were exceptional. You've seen the new the new posse who are coming through, who are the people that we'll they'll
2: all be getting excited about in a year's time.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, and we can know that we don't get too down in the dumps if someone picks up a little injury or someone someone's you know rested. No, again, Roslev, again today exceptional brilliant yeah just utterly brilliant Zanbrek so, Zanbrek um, uh, just, just you know, massive massive positives and that's, that's that's what we've got to grab out today you know okay could we have won the FA Cup probably not um, what we've got out of this cup run is that the young players have got invaluable experience and they've tested themselves and to be honest we know that they can step up and for me that fills me with um, a lot of confidence for the, for the running
2: confidence joy proud happiness this is the besotted pride of west london podcast listen monday radio show eight till nine on love sport radio check it out we'll be also the podcast on pride of west london and also tuesday we are playing nottingham forest a massive game that so we'll be talking about the forest game on the radio show on on monday then we've got the next podcast according it on wednesday it'll be out on thursday as well but I'm Billy Grant here. I'm sitting here with our Leicester chums down there earlier, but a lot of them seem to have gone home. They don't seem to know how to party. They've won the match, and they don't even know that party, but it's full of Bees fans. They're very, very happy. Like I said to you, we're still in the league. We're still doing very well. We've got some very, very big games coming up now. As we sign... Come on,
4: you Bees. Bees. Bees! We were up Bees. for the cup. Bees. Bees.
2: Not anymore. Bees. You say like, no, here we come...